Welcome everybody to the week. There is no week. There's no we week. are in the postseason. This is the inaugural postseason Eyes on Big podcast. We thank you very, very, very much for joining us. I am your co-host Jeffrey the Greek, joined as always by This is Big Kurt here. Yeah, man. It's this over. The, <laughs> the season? Yeah, for some of us. Yes. For, for five of us in the Big Ten, five yes. out of 14. Yes. Myself but, included. But there should be more teams playing, which is something we're going to talk yep. about later on. Um, That's right. So I have uh, I was in a sales class this week. I'm sure you... I'm sorry. No, it was, you know... I heard you. I said I, I'm sorry. Well, I am susceptible to rah-rah stuff. I think it's my sports background. If it's good, if it is you know meaningful and gives me something okay. to go with, these guys were good. Um, one of the things that they talked about, among other things, was setting an agenda. So I'm going to put that okay. into play right here. We're going to set like the agenda early because in the in the sales meeting, you got to yeah, set the agenda. You got to set the agenda. Okay. So, you know, we're not going to go too into details with all the things that you do with that. But since we are in uncharted water that Big Kurt and I are very excited about, which means we don't have so much structured things to cover. We're yeah, actually going to kind of just podcast and BS for once. That's right. Yeah. So really, we kind of got just three things to cover, maybe even just two. One, we're going to very quickly recap the Big Ten Championship. Yes. You can't recap every single game of the season and then skip the Big Ten Championship. Then it's basically going to be a Big Kurt and Jeffrey the Greek free-for-all. Okay. Complaining, talking. Uh, about the college football playoff. Waxing poetic about the college football playoff. And then maybe we'll just kind of touch on a couple things that we're going to hit later on sure. podcast. Hey. Is that it? Good agenda. I like that. Yeah. Not bad. Nice setup. I could have been a much more uh, direct with it, but so I'm, I'm not really selling anything. I want to make an announcement. It's yeah. a big day for Big Kurt. Okay. Just got my new TV delivered. Yes. I even got a picture of it. There was a picture of your- Of the box. Of the of the box, and it looked like a dead dog laying in front of it, but- It was actually a stuffed animal. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I thought that <laughs> I honestly thought that was a dog. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were being serious no, or not. I, dead serious. Yeah, I so can't. I got a LG 65-inch 4K quantum LED, the QLED. Yeah, tell So, tell, um, So basically, there's something like 4,200 by 2,300 pixels. So 8.3 million individually illuminated pixels on this TV. So and each pixel? Each pixel is illuminated individually and can can project a billion different shades of color with a with a, a billion with a b shades of colors i'm gonna call bullshit on that i'm just gonna be that that doesn't seem humanly possible yeah that it probably is bs it's probably <laughs> but just, it worked yeah, it, it, it worked for me up. i'm bought, jazzed you yeah. bought the tv um my very first uh hd tv um i'm i'm just gonna completely admit i really couldn't afford it but okay. <laughs> i got it it was, you remember DLP technology? No. It was a Texas instrument technology that okay. they loaned out. It was the mirrors. You remember the commercials, the creepy girl where they, she would say, it's the mirrors. No? You don't no, remember? No, not so it really. A, it was rear projection. Okay. And I swear it had the best picture of any of the HD. Uh, at the time. T, at sure. That came out. We're yeah. talking 2005, I'm going to say. Okay. Um, it weighed a metric ton. <laughs> <laughs> it took multiple grown men to get it in and out of my basement, but I so I love I love that TV. That is was it? the first TV I I love. No, it, it wasn't plasma. Not there a was plasma. Your okay. three choices back then were uh -huh. plasma, yep. 
uh, LED and then okay. the and the DLP the projection. Okay, uh, plasma. They said it would have the tracers that it would go out. Well, and also it had a lot of glare. Correct. So you had to really and watch it was heavy. Out. Yes, uh, the LED was not as good then. Yeah, it's obviously stepped it up. Right. So, but, but I'm pretty excited. I haven't even installed it yet. I'm going to do that after I publish the the cast tonight so yeah. big night for big kurt we both got drinks in front of us yes i love thursday this has always been my favorite day of the week mine too you know one of the reasons seinfeld oh yeah, seinfeld yeah, yeah. was on Back thursday yeah. yeah i still think we've gone light with the seinfeld references and quips well you know we why because probably... i just don't watch as much as i used to so it's not right in the front right of my there. brain anymore yeah yeah. So maybe I just need to start going through them again. Yeah, we could probably get back into that. Speaking of something we could get into, let's go ahead and recap the Big Ten Championship. It was the Ohio State Buckeyes beating the Northwestern Wildcats 45-24. to 24. Total yards, 607 for Ohio <laughs> State, 418 for Northwestern. Of course, the only stat that really mattered to Big Kurt and I is that sucker went over. Yeah, it did. I, I, I had I, a lot um, of money on the under, too. Yeah, that under hit me. It got me. Um, it's It was the game that I was expecting. Yeah, me too. I, it's kind of how I described it before. Correct. I, I thought Ohio State would be in control the whole game, and I thought that Northwestern would come back, maybe get a backdoor cover, but I thought they would just kind of cruise the whole game, not necessarily blow them out, but cruise, and that's pretty much what happened. Um. Ohio State scored one more touchdown than I thought they would. Yeah. Northwestern scored one I more know. touchdown than I thought they would. Otherwise, I nailed it. Even with that being said, I had another touchdown fluff in there, which is kind of what we talked about in the podcast. Either one of those things doesn't happen. It's an under. Yeah. But, of course, you got to have the meaning meaningless front door cover is basically how yeah. it went with Ohio State. But, hey. Um, and that's why Vegas makes money. Yes, they do. They don't build casinos out of good feelings. They no. build them out of cool. They build them out of our cash. money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, Northwestern acquitted themselves very well. Yeah, I thought they came off pretty well. I thought. And I was overall pretty happy and surprised about the uh, thought process that people had with the game. I thought it was going to be dogged on more than it actually was before the game and after. Mm-hmm. I think the general thought process was, holy cow, Dwayne Haskins is really good at playing football. You know, the thing about Dwayne Haskins is he really came on strong late. I think he's a legitimate Heisman contender right now. I mean, Tua looked bad, right? Yep. I think he might have taken himself out of consideration. But think about Haskins at the very end of the year. He basically beat Maryland single-handedly. He destroyed Michigan. And then he has one of his best games in the championship game. And then the other thing to point at is he essentially broke every Ohio State and mm-hmm. Big Ten single season record yeah. that was possible to obtain. And then he, if you, he really was video game number. He guy. was. And if you compare him with Kyler Murray, same exact number of touchdowns. In fact, if, Both you, put, if you put Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, and Tua Tonga Viola, all their stats together, there isn't a runaway stat winner in that no, three-man race. No, you could make a case for any one of them. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Two ahead, what? One bad game. One bad half, really. Um, the lesson, as always, is I don't even really know why people pay that much attention to the Heisman race. I find it boring. I do, too. And somebody's always got it wrapped up by week four every single year, and nobody ever learns that nobody has it wrapped up by week four. Right. You have to let the whole season play out. Yeah. 
Now, I'm not saying Tua is not going to win it. I'm just saying it's not a runaway winner like we thought it was even three, four weeks ago. Not at all. By the way, we're getting way off topic here. Yeah, we are. And then speaking of, we've got the big Eisman yearly winner, but we're we haven't we're not we're not not there yet. Not yet. We we have a lot of votes. I mean, there is there's a lot of tabulation that needs to to be done still. So it's coming. Still collecting votes from across the country. Yeah. So Ohio State won. Yes, they did. Not only did Ohio State win. They looked really good. They've looked really good two weeks in a row, mm-hmm. but they did not make no, the they did college not. football playoffs. Um, heck, go ahead. Take it. You, you started out. Where do you want to go? Starting with the college football playoff. Well, let's see. How about just general th- dislikes of the college football playoff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, I have no problems necessarily with Ohio State not making it. I think you can make a case for Oklahoma. Neither do I. Um, Isn't that crazy right there? You, I, I, that how things wound up. I've talked to other Big Ten fans about this. I think pretty much everybody knew Ohio State wasn't going to get in. Yeah. and I most, still think they had a shot. Yeah. if But they had to beat down Northwestern bad, and that didn't happen. Wouldn't have made a difference. I think it, they would have been in. Uh, I do. Really? Yeah. I do. I I disagree. Why not? I mean, Oklahoma and and Ohio State are almost like identical on paper. Ohio State has a better win, okay. better better best win, right, than Oklahoma, and a worse loss. So it's kind of a wash right there. If they had just put the beat down on Northwestern, okay. So I mean, like fifty nine to nothing. If I how could you not justify? I think we in? have. I'm gonna throw this out. I think we have two different. Uh, modes or two different zones of of things that we need to talk about the first one is where we all sat saturday night and sunday morning waiting for the the results to come in and then the second part is just an overarching complaint about how this process works in the college football playoff does that work so for right now let's try to go back a little bit to sunday i had a lot of angst waiting for those results to come out Hmm. i was going to be pissed if Georgia got in. Yeah, but they didn't. Okay, but let's go back. Let's go back because number one, Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah, that was strange. Just campaigning for Georgia. And okay, Kirk Herbstreet is kind of one thing. Obviously, we got the ESPN slash SEC ties, ESCPN, whatever you want to call it. Um, obviously, you got uh, what's what's bald boy's old boy's name, Feinbaum. Um, Feinbaum, and then you had Pat Forty as well and there was a lot of guys saying who's an sec guy he went to mizzou sure a lot of guys saying that georgia should have been in yeah it heard it everywhere okay but the committee didn't listen i'm proud of them i am but again let's talk about that for a second what was the term that they kept using on why georgia should be in oh the eye test (laughs) which is the most ridiculous thing thank you i mean the eye test is just fundamentally flawed. Why are we playing the game if if all we care about is an eye test? Okay. Just stop playing the We should just line up all 129 teams, just get them off the bus and say, out, 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 <laughs> in, out, in. Right? I mean, why are we playing the games then? It is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. I just want to press this by You don't have to get it done saying, in the field. Big Kurt and I purposely kept from talking to each other about this. Everything you're hearing from Brickert, first time I heard it, so yep. I was very excited. 
I could not agree more. It is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. One of a guy that I follow quite a bit. He's got his own part podcast, Barton Simmons. Yeah. He brought familiar. up a phenomenal point with this. And he kept saying, guys, our eyes can deceive us. Yes. Everybody was certain, certain that three weeks ago, including Jeffrey the Greek and Big Kurt, that who was the best team in the Big Ten three weeks ago? Uh, I thought it was Michigan three of weeks course. ago. Of course. I was. And guess what? They got they their butts got kicked. They got stomped by Ohio State. And here's the other thing. Georgia played Alabama once this year and looked good for three quarters, but they still lost the game. And another thing I'd like to point out. And it's just one game. And it's just one game. The other thing I'd like to point out, Tua was not healthy in that game. They That's true. They were beating an, a, an, a lesser version right. Alabama. And because look, what, look what happened when they put a healthy quarterback correct. in who wasn't even their best quarterback. Correct. Game over. Have you read that that much? Off no. The, off the ESPN and SEC-friendly And here's another thing. I haven't. The best teams don't always win games. Again, that's why we're playing the freaking game. Because sometimes the lesser team wins. I think it is incredible at the lengths that some of these people are going to say that Georgia should be in. And I, I just keep – and then the whole debate of – Who's the best to most deserving? The most deserving is the best. Right. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because now let's talk about the committee. And the problems I have with the committee, that's that's number one. Best and most deserving, they say, is their criteria, which is not criteria at all. You can't show me something on a piece of paper that says this is how we're establishing the best and most deserving, right? Human bias. You've got humans that are doing this. Everyone's going to have bias, right? Did you know ADs from the following schools are on this this current committee? Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia Tech. Hmm, you think they hate Georgia? Yes. Florida, Oregon, also Arizona State. Uh, Frank Beamer's son is an assistant in Oklahoma. Did you know that? He's on the – Frank Beamer's on the, the committee. Right. So now, of course, all these people have to recuse themselves, but that doesn't mean you can't have influence. Just because you're accused when they're talking about that team. I. Is there, by the, is there. By the way, what the hell is Ronnie Lott doing in the room? Why is he there? He's the biggest outlier in the whole thing. I played college football. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's I'm all administrators and former name. coaches. Yeah. Very strange. Well, I was kind of Lisa Rice on there. That, that, that was strange, too. I mean, I got I, I got mad respect for Condi, but what was she doing on the college football I could see her maybe, like, you know, being in charge of everyone, being the, 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 the leader in the room. Again, what you're talking about is biases, which nothing is more frustrating to me than people on Twitter. Yes, I'm talking to you, Brain Gall. I don't care if I get back to him or how this goes or whatever. Acting like you have no biases. Yes, you do. I got biases. Big Kurt's got biases. Yep. I don't I don't care who you are listening, driving in your car, sitting on the crapper. You got biases. Yep. We part of the reason why we started this podcast is we're trying not to be people that even act like we're trying to hide it. Okay. What's frustrating is when people are put into positions of even just as something as simple as a heavy name on Twitter or on, you know, a, a college football talking head on a major network. But it's even way worse when it's somebody that's on the friggin' committee because sure. they are biased, they are compromised. And that is how we're trying to pick who the four teams okay, are. Okay, so what what do we do instead of the committee? Well, he, I think go back to the BCS computer. 
Do you know what the BCS computer? Part of it was human. I know. Well, no. Do you know what the BCS computer rankings were? It was uh, one through was... six. Did you know what oh, they were? Oh, in for for this year? Yes. Were they identical? Exactly the same. So is that all they're doing? Is just looking at the computer? <laughs> is that a data point? It's funny you got to that. You got to my talking form before I even got there. Isn't okay. that isn't that crazy? Literally the huh. exact same. Well, maybe Alabama that's what one, they're doing. Clemson two. Yeah, I don't know. But know. it'd be nice if they told us because that's my next problem. There is very little transparency here. How did you arrive at those six? Why yet- can't you use why can't you use data points and literally use a checkoff point for data points? If you do get to the point where it's too close to the to call mm-hmm. on data points, maybe that's where the quote unquote I committee comes in comes in yeah. but you don't start you don't start with, with the, the eye test, test. And, right and the quote that i haven't got out yet that i say all the time that i want to say here you don't really know which team is better you just think you know right which team is better again back to something you already said that's where the the results on the field by god should matter here, here's another thing too okay you played you play competitive sports. Yes. Most people I'm assuming listen to this did. I I did. When you got ready for a big game and you played the big game mm-hmm. and you got beat. Mm-hmm. Well, I unfortunately went there. Yep. When you walked off the field, that's man's game right there, right? You walk off and you're like, they beat us. Right. They beat us. Hey, last game of my career. We yeah. lost to a team that wasn't as good as us. But they beat you. But they beat us and they deserved to advance and we didn't. Because that's why you play the game. Yep. How can a guy like Kirk Herbstreet, who played it all yeah. through D1, how can he sit there and act like the the results on the field just don't matter that Now, much? was he just doing it because one of the other teams is Ohio State and he didn't want to seem like he was biased because he played at Ohio State? Could I, that be maybe the reason? I see a lot of... Ohio State fans putting that out there. If I was an Ohio State fan, I think I would come to the same conclusion. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I really do think Kirk Herbstreet is saying what he believes. That is my belief. Well, it sure seems like it. I just believe. He said it with conviction. I just believe he's wrong. I believe he is wrong. I believe it matters when you finish the season with two losses and you haven't been proven to, to win your conference that year. And let's also point out, they really had one less data point, right? Yes. Than Ohio State, because right. they play a, a cupcake schedule, which, okay, so if they're going to pretend to have this event where everything is subjective, then you've got to have some kind of uniformity across college football when it comes to scheduling. How can you not do that? How can you not institute that if they're trying to have a subjective type of, of tournament here? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, and I don't care if it's nine games or eight games in conference. I don't care where you put those non-conference games. Just make it standard for all the Power Five conferences. Okay, so now we're getting into standardizing. As Yeah. Okay, because we kind of skipped over, but that's fine. Let's go to Skipped there. over what? Well, I guess we're kind of in it. It, it. Basically, we're saying if we were college football commissioner. If First of all, college football needs a commissioner. Yeah, I and, think. and it should be me. <laughs> I've been saying that That's for fine. years. You know what? I'll take it. If okay, if I would take it hands down. If if I knew that there was a college football uh, 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 commissioner, okay, we know that. I would I would very much vote for you. Oh, thank you. Because right now, even if the college football commissioner was my wife, who doesn't know a dang thing 
at least we have one person that seems to be <laughs> overseeing things. Let's not make it my wife. Yeah, no, I, just I, your I, wife. I was really me. trying to be facetious to, to prove a point there. The point I'm trying to make is this, and I think this is where we're going with this, right? Uniformity. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Jim Delaney is being goofy right now. I don't know how else <laughs> to say it. By, by continuing down the, the path of nine games, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, another it's thing just he obvious. put in, then there, he threw it out there. I don't know if you heard some of the other commissioner conversations. They all got asked what they feel about the process. Okay. <laughs> every, every single one of them said the same thing. We have had no discussions about moving from four teams to eight teams or yeah. anything like that, but we're not saying it couldn't happen in the future. Okay. So basically that's what we got now is what we got, but I don't want to go on record as saying I'm never mm-hmm. going to talk about eight teams. So they all kind of said that um, Jim Delaney kind of said that, but then he kind of went off in his own situation by then bringing up the big 10 championship yep. and saying how, well, maybe we'll relook at that and reseed it to make sure we get the two best teams. That's from strange, the conference. though. Strange. I, how do you feel about that? In, I hate it. Yeah. And here is why. I don't like it either. The, the number I've been bouncing that around my head all day trying to figure out what, if if that's a good idea. And Well, I, you're it, obviously getting rid of the two divisions then. Right. right? You, you get rid of the two divisions. I've heard you, about pods. It's keep, four pods. Oh, I, yeah, I'd heard that's the pods thing, but, out I, there. but then you got to keep your rivalries, too, Yes, right? and then it's up to and three then, rivalries and whatever. So then I'm not sure how the pods work. I don't I don't get that that part of it. But then It's basically it's four pods of four, and you definitely play everybody in the in the pod. But then do the pods rotate after a couple of years or Who something? Hell no, I was always thought about that. Because it's still but the, divisions, But here's, here's the part that I just want to make sure we talk about, and I, and I bitched about this nonstop on Twitter. Oklahoma and Texas played the Red River rivalry and Red River shootout, excuse me. Shootout. Shootout. Damn it. Yeah, sorry. In October, right? Yep. Who won? Uh, Texas won that game. Texas won the game. They won the rivalry that year. Okay, that's great, right? Iowa plays Iowa State. Second weekend of September. Um, Tons of, you know, Georgia plays Georgia Tech, whatever. Yeah. Last week of the season... Auburn plays Alabama in the Iron Bowl, and friggin' Michigan plays Ohio State right. the last week of the year. If we are ever in a situation of two things happening, okay, neither one of these should happen. Number one, Ohio State and Michigan should play at 11 o'clock Central Standard last Time. Last game of the year. The last year. game of the year, every single year. Absolutely. Okay. The other thing that should never happen, that they turn around and play the game the next week? Well, here, or a, I agree. Okay, because the whole point I'm trying to make is – it was absolutely ridiculous that Texas and Oklahoma, probably top three or four rivalry in all of college yeah. football, they turned around and played another game. Right. So now Texas won that first game. What did, what do they got? Nothing they didn't sure. get rewarded for it. So no. that's my problem with it. So if you're taking the, quote, two best teams in the conference, so Team A wins the conference. They're the best in the regular season. Uh, team B finishes second. They lost, but then they get a chance to just win it anyway. That doesn't Correct. make sense. Of course it doesn't. You need to win your division first to get, before you can even have that chance of winning the championship. You got to you got to take it step by step, right? Yes. So, yeah, I don't like the idea. If you pulled 1000 Big 10 fans and said no matter what happens, even if it means Michigan and Ohio State 
play a rematch in the Big Ten Championship, how many out of a thousand you think would be okay with that scenario? I don't think a lot of them would be okay with I think it. Very few yeah. people would be okay with that. You have to have if you are an Ohio State fan or a Michigan fan, <laughs> you probably have a healthy ego about your football program. Yeah. Okay. In this instance, I support it because it was embarrassing to the Big Twelve. And it was embarrassing to Oklahoma and Texas mm-hmm. that they replayed that game. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I feel I actually feel Michigan bad for and Texas Ohio fans State. With... Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Michigan and Ohio State, you're above that. Jim Delaney, we're above that. Yes, as we are. Big Ten, we're not replaying that game. No, that's stupid. What would you think about just shuffling around the conferences every five or the, the divisions every five years or something like that? The problem I have with that is that we always go under the assumption that what's happened in the last five years is going to play out over the next yeah. five years. Okay, I don't even know if we'd really be having this conversation if. Iowa wound up going 10 and 2 or Wisconsin wound up going 11 and 1. Okay, these True. things are cyclical. Yeah. Um I know you can't do this because of scheduling, but what if you could potentially shuffle it every year and just even can't out do it. No. Can't do it. That that that's a nightmare. This is not going to happen. No, I know it just wouldn't work logistically. Okay. Here's what we need. It's so f- simple. We need uniformity. Now back to the college football playoff or college football commissioner mm-hmm. thing. I prefer nine conference games, but if it's okay. got to be eight, I don't care. I vote for eight. Okay, let's go with eight. Let's go with eight. Okay, because I'm I get it. I get it from and I am commissioner, so I I can make these choices. <laughs> I'd like to say we didn't talk about that before we sat down. I'd like to throw my hat in the <laughs> ring for being college football commissioner. Anyways, okay, eight the the. Any, I cannot think of any other sport where there's so much differences going on between division, yeah, it's conference, free whatever. For all, right? It's a free for all. Yeah. How the ACC and the SEC can have eight conference games and whatever they want for the other four games out of conference, while the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve in the Big Ten are playing nine conference games. I mean, the the tweet and the stat that we've seen over and over again is comparing the Big Ten and how many teams in the Big Ten played 10 Power 5 teams. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the entire SEC played 10 Power 5 teams. No. Not one. Not one. And there was, right. I can't remember what the number is, but I think it was roughly half of the Big Ten played 10. Right then and there, you are hurting your chances from the Big of course. Ten. And the thing that annoys the heck out of me is even the college football playoff selection committee isn't smart enough to realize that several of these SEC teams fattened up their win total by playing dog crap opponents outside of the SEC. Right, and you know if you play one less game, then Ohio State has a chance that they don't lose to Purdue because maybe they don't play them. Uh, Indiana maybe is in a bowl. Maryland maybe is in a bowl game. Huge. Indiana and Maryland fans should be really mad. Ohio State fans definitely have a beef. If Ohio State didn't have to travel to Iowa City last year, if Ohio State didn't have to travel to uh, uh, Purdue this year, they're probably in the college football playoff right two last two years. Yeah, I mean, there's no way you're keeping Ohio State out thirteen and zero. No, impossible. And I, I, I just, I cannot believe this is how it is. I just cannot believe how this is. Okay, so um, then how do we how do we correct this? 
if okay, are we? Uh, can we be co? Are we? Can we be co? Uh, college okay. football or we're, college we're, football? Uh, for the uh, for the moment, we're co commissioners. Co commissioners. Okay. Let's go with eight. I'm fine. Okay. You need there's eight conference games, but everybody has to play one team from an outside of your conference power five. Okay, I'm conference. fine with that. For a total of nine. Power eight. five conference. Yeah, so everybody at the end of the year will have played nine power five teams, including Notre Dame. Notre Dame has to okay. schedule nine power five teams. Okay, I like that. The other three, maybe a little bit of debate. As long as it's not FCS. I want The other three, I don't want FCS. Not one. I think none. I'm fine with that. You just go three... You know, I think I think there would be big blowback on that. Well, it might personally. be tough to schedule now that I think about it. So that's fine, but you can't have obviously more than one. So maybe we FCS can allot team. one FCS team and yep. then two group of five teams. That's fine. With, I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. If you and if you I, don't want to if you don't want to schedule any FCS teams, that's up to, that's up to you as well. But okay. the whole point is right. everybody should have the same eight Power Five conference games and one out. Okay. Okay. Now. How about this? If you require a conference championship to make the playoff, guess what you have? You've got a 10-team playoff. Yep. That starts right there. So now you you're, you have five conferences, so you're going to have to knock somebody out. So okay. that's really the only job at that point of the committee is to choose someone to knock out. So How do you feel about that? Love it. So we are we are on the same page here, I believe, which is – the only way you get into the four team, because you want to keep it at four? I want to keep it at four, yes. Okay. Uh, there, you don't need to expand this. Okay. All you need to – the expansion is requiring the championship game. Okay. Boom. Eight, ten team playoff. Done. Okay. I uh, – there are there is a lot, a lot of blowback on you're not going to get the four best teams in that instance because – if, if Do the four no- best teams make the final four in NCAA basketball? No, no. no, they don't. Do they make it in any other they do not. playoff anywhere in the world? No, thank no. you. You already, you already made my point. Okay. And people don't freak out about it. You want to know why? Because they had their chance to win right. the game. That's right. And they didn't win it. And that's one of the reasons I don't like the idea of having the conference championship games and then having an 18 playoff. Because you know what? Alabama could have just sat everybody. Of course. And, but, and, and speaking of... Kind of jumping around here maybe a little bit. I find it really ironic. And when I say ironic, I mean BS. Alabama fans, SEC fans, they were saying, oh, look at Notre Dame. You know, they didn't even play in the last week of the year. Right. They didn't have to do a data point. They could have possibly lost that game, but but they still get in because they only played 12 games. Huh. Hmm. Didn't Alabama... Sounds sit out the conference championship last year, only play 12 games, yep. and then make the college football playoff? Right. Wow. Crazy yeah. how those things And change. the other thing about the eight-team playoff is, are there really eight teams in any given year that have a shot at winning this damn thing? I mean, that's a this is an indictment on college football, not on the playoff, but you only have a, two or three teams that are really capable of winning a championship in a given year by the end of the year. I mean, do you really okay, think— Okay, but I understand what you're saying. I'm not trying to— contradicts you too much here yeah. but i go back to my original comment we don't know who these best teams are we yeah. only think we know I get it who the best teams are and in some instances a 10 and 3 okay i'm gonna say 10 and 3 conference championship winner just might be 
as good as a okay. 12 and one other conference. But do you think we need more than 10 teams in a playoff? No, I no. I'm with you in the fact that, okay, the biggest thing that people go nuts about is that in this year, using this year. Okay. Let's say, um, we're, we're, so we're going under the format of four teams and there are four. If you are in the college football playoff, you're a, you're a conference champion winner. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, side note, Notre Dame isn't in a conference. Well, you could make a provision for Notre Dame. For Notre Dame. It's easy. Like, if you're in the top two or three of the, the rankings, okay. let's say. There you go. How let's do you call, feel about call, that? Top four. You need to be in the top four of the college football playoff rankings. Top four? You think they can sure. just sneak into the top four without playing a championship yes. game? Yes. They the that is mm. where the committee still weighs in heavily. Okay, they have that's four. We, th- we got four teams. They need to be the top four. Okay, let, let me l- I think work. That's a little me. bit special treatment for Notre Dame. I don't think they need that. But. Okay, two things. Okay, <clears throat> let me come back to that. How it would work out this year? How it would have worked out is the four teams would have been. By the way, what we got? So, yeah, it would be it would, it would be what we got. <laughs> okay, there would be no it'd be no difference. Now, the 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 fight against yeah. it would be let's say Alabama won. Uh, Clemson won. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame finished twelve and zero. Yep. Now the four spots. What happens if Washington won? No, no. Let's do this. Utah won. Okay. Northwestern beat Ohio State. Okay. And Texas beat Oklahoma. Well, I mean, th- then you're in that that kind of eye test category, but then you also can take into account records and and Texas would be in. Texas, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Texas would be in. Now let's say Notre Dame just for you know shits and giggles. Notre Dame finished nine and three this year. Okay, same scenario. Alabama's thirteen and zero. Mm-hmm. Clemson is thirteen and zero. Mm-hmm. Our conference championships win- winners are nine and four Northwestern, nine and four Utah, and I think it would be uh, nine nine and four Texas. Texas, yeah. Or no, it'd be ten three Texas. Excuse me. Okay, you got two 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 of those three teams are making the the playoff. Well, I, that's where the committee comes in, right? Right. The point I'm trying to make is it would probably be Texas and Texas Washington. and Washington, right? Yeah. Or Texas and Utah in this case. Or Utah, Utah right? Okay, so our our four See, teams. That'd be tough. That, our four know. teams are Alabama, Clemson, uh-huh. Texas, and Utah. Okay. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I okay. I honestly don't have any issue with it, and I guarantee people would go nuts with us saying this, but I still go back to the same thing. You had your chance. Yeah. You went into the last week of the season with the chance to win your conference and get into the college football playoff. You didn't win it. Right. And and going with going back to the idea of, of five conferences but only four get in, you know, people are gonna cry, boo hoo, well, that one conference didn't get a chance. But it does that does serve a purpose. It keeps the non conference games interesting and keeps you scheduling good non-conference games if you want to be in the playoff which is huge yeah because it's so i think that part of it is is essential because the essential part of whatever we do that i think every college football fan can agree with is we want the college football regular season to stay as hugely important it is the number one thing that differentiates college and makes it better than every other sport out there is the regular season every game freaking counts we cannot lose that we can't lose that and if we keep expanding if we if we go use, keep the championship games expand to eight game playoff we're taking a step backwards, and it's not just a big step backwards; it's a monumentally awful step backwards. It's, where it's it's it's, it's going to be start looking like the NFL, where doesn't matter how how well you play as long as you're healthy when you hit the playoffs, which is 
everything I don't want in college. Right. It's why college is so much better than the NFL. Yeah. It's why I don't watch the NFL. Okay. Outside the Packers. Right. That's all I watch is the Packers. I'm a Giants fan, so I watch no NFL. Yeah. Touche. Um, Okay. That's how I feel. I'm just going to throw it out there real quick because, you know. Can we pause so Big Kirk can get another beer? (laughs) Yes, we can. All right. Hold on. Okay, I'm back and moving from a delicious surly brew, local brew here in Minneapolis, to a silver bullet. Silver bullet is just, I don't know, it, it's wet, I'll say that it's much. It's wet, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't get you drunk. No, no. <laughs> I'll get a headache way before I get buzzed on a silver <laughs> bullet. Um, okay. right, where are we? I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I don't think you are a big fan, but I always want to hear what your thoughts are. Okay, hit me. Can we kind of get both sides of of the fight of a four four team and an eight team okay by going to six and by the way by the way here we go i thought i felt like i was out on the six team limb all by myself three years ago and now you kind of were but i've heard rumblings i've heard i've heard other people so so what's what's the six team it's very simple five conference winners just like we're talking about you got a nine conference games don't matter anymore go ahead Okay. Okay. Let me get through it first. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, You got to win your conference. Five. There are five. Every conference winner gets in. Every single team in a Power Five conference at the beginning of the year has a chance to make the college football playoff. When you have a six-team playoff, yeah, something. Okay. Okay. Uh, The sixth team in the in the Power Six. I am open it. I am open to it being the highest ranked group of five team, mm. or the highest ranked non power five winner. Okay, mm. then for the first round, okay, the the teams one and two get a bye. Okay, okay, yep. The first round, you could either make it a home game for the three and four ranked teams, or make it make it part of the bowl system. I don't care. Right. Okay. Played right. a little bit earlier. Whatever. So what do what do you get out of that? Okay, I already kind of touched on it a little bit. All five conferences get a chance to get in. So no crying. Yeah. There it's settled on the field if yeah. you went. That's but good. there is that one caveat of a situation where if a twelve and O team A gets beat by a nine and three team B because they turn the ball over four times or whatever. But everybody knows it's a really good team. They finished the year yeah. twelve and one. They have that that do- that situation to get into the college football playoff. By the way, the uh, rankings of the college football playoff committee still matter because even if you win your conference, yeah, you you got, there's seating. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go. Well, it, it's not. It's better than an eight team playoff. I'll give okay. you that. It's just not as good as what the co-commissioners of Jeffrey the Greek and Big Kurt just came up with. But by taking the five champions, eliminating the lowest ranked one, that's that's the way to do it. The non-conference is, is going to be so – it'll be great watching most of these non-conference games. Any program that thinks they have a shot So you think going playoff, from four teams to six – is going to water down the non-conference that much? Yeah, because it's an automatic buy-in for the conference winner. You don't. You can play it? nobody in the in the non-conference if you want. You can play Citadel and and you know whoever so you, else Alabama plays. But but Furman. we're still bringing rankings into this as far it's as where you're seated. Nah, that's not enough. 
What about if you're the team fighting for the sixth spot? I I, I don't like it. I'm. It's... But you're not you're not giving me concrete reasons why. Well, I did. The non-conference doesn't matter that much. I mean, it just matters for seeding. You're still in the playoff. I just think the what the non-conference means, and I don't like the idea of the the uh, the the at-large bid. The the two teams getting the well. The you buy. said okay, you you have a great team, but you played like crap one week. Well, too bad. You're out. You lost. You lost your conference. You, you didn't win it, so you, you're out of the conversation. Okay, so then switch it to a group of five team, so they get in. Well, I think group of five should do exactly what we just discussed, but for on their own. Yeah, that's a whole different. But okay. I think that would be great. Would you watch that? Yes, I would. I would too. I think yeah. it would be fantastic. Yeah. Quite honestly, I'd watch that before I'd watch Alabama play Clemson again this year if that happens. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, you're not going to get much argument from me there. Um, I don't know. That's – in the end, this year, 2018, I do like the, I do like, <laughs> I do like the Final Four. It's, it, I, I do like the two semifinal games. Okay. I'm excited about both of them. I'm could, actually looking forward to watching both of them. I, I was shocked to see and, and then the 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 New York Six games, which we'll talk more on later, those are all good too. There isn't a bowl yeah. game out there that okay. I would call a major bowl that I'm not excited for. But don't you think that the the New Year's Six, anything outside of the playoff has been totally marginalized by the by the college football playoff. And I think that is our final talk. Thank you, because I might have forgot about that. Yeah. We're old enough, I guess. Because what is even in Iowa? What do they have to play for? I mean, the, the, really, for, for Iowa, it's just making a good bowl. That's what you're playing for. Yes. The bowl game doesn't even matter. The question that I've seen. Winning it doesn't matter. Winning it, winning it matters. The, the, eh, kind of, you want to win it. I'm not saying you don't, but it just doesn't mean that much anymore. Well, let me, two things. There, there was something I saw on Twitter where somebody on Twitter was ranking where Iowa's bowl game fit in on what will be 13 games this year in importance. Okay, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> and he had it about 11th. Okay. You know, um, yeah. obviously he had every he had every conference. I think he had. Well, Wisconsin was a bigger game. Yeah, I mean, um, basically Northwestern. Northwestern Minnesota, was a bigger that's game. Right. Nebraska, Iowa State's a rivalry game. Basically, I think it was like uh, UNI in Northern <laughs> Illinois is basically – those are the only games that I don't see bigger, maybe Maryland or something like that. I can't remember what <laughs> I think it was. It's probably a little bigger than the Illinois game, but that's a conference game, you know. I um, guess, but there's some recruiting. I mean, you're you're proving my point. Is it just doesn't really mean anything anymore. Now, the one thing I would say, back on the opposite direction, is what matters when you look at these bowl teams. I run a bowl pool. Um, hit me up on Twitter, by the way, if you want to get into my bowl pool. It's a great pool. It's a little unique too. It is unique. Um, what it, what does matter when you go down and look at these bowl games is, uh, do these teams want to be in it or not? You have to take that. That's the number one thing that I'm going to take into consideration for your bowl. Yes. Pool. Which you should. Now, one thing I would say is I I have to use, I have to use Iowa here because I think they're a good example and you know i know their situation the most um no fan best oh we're gonna go down this wormhole now well i think it's a i think it's a wormhole to go down to it let's do it i think all of this is 
college football playoff driven bowl stuff. Okay. Yeah. We got a ton of other, we know Urban isn't coaching at Ohio state anymore, by the way. <laughs> and we, we know, know Loxley got yeah, hired. We know this Maryland. stuff. We're going to we'll get on the next it. podcast. Um, you have to look at Iowa as an team that wants to win their bowl because there's so many knock on wood. Did I say this juniors and sophomores that are going to be back next year, okay. winning this bowl game definitely looks into the next season to help them out. I don't know, man. I don't think it has any bearing in the next year. It does. You're wrong. I don't know. You're wrong. I mean, you, there's a big, you played, there's I a didn't, big so. difference between any team finishing eight and five or nine and four. There's a huge difference between finishing 10 and three and nine and four. You really think they carry that over to the next yes, eight months? Yes, I, I do. don't know, man. I do believe that. Okay. Well, they, again, you played, I didn't. So well, that, I, no, I think that has something that to do with it. Doesn't, it. I, I mean, I know what bowl games feel like. I, don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I played in, <laughs> I played in one bowl game where I actually, I, that actually is kind of a good point. I played in a bowl game in '96 where we wanted to win it. I played in a bowl game in '97 when you didn't. <laughs> so it does yeah. make a huge difference. And I'm telling you right there, a big part of that reason of that that bowl team in '96 was. We knew we were better than what our record said, and we knew we had a lot of young people on that team that were going to be back next mm-hmm. year, and we had things to prove. Yeah, I do think it matters. But, I mean, you think it really carries over to the next season. Like, the next season, it sets you up for a better season the yeah, next year? Yeah, it sets up know, the, the off-season workouts and the and the tenor of the, of okay. the team. It also sets up things with the uh, um, rankings. Because yeah, it does do that. Okay, so then you've just proven my point that it matters. Because well, if but you, the, if you start the season ranked twenty fourth, okay, well, this is a very small reason, though. I mean, it's no, it's not. It's uh, a huge okay. reason. Right. Let me let me let me explain it. You, you start let's, you start the re, the season ranked twenty fourth as opposed to thirty whatever. Okay, doesn't even matter who you play. You could play, you know, sure, a, a really bad group of five team. You win fifty two to three. Hey, that's what you're supposed to do when you're ranked 24. You might even move up to 22. Okay. Next week, maybe it's a tougher game. You barely win. You win 24-21. You just moved up up. to 19. If you start the year at 35, where you're outside rank, you win those exact same games, those two games, doesn't matter. You're still not ranked because you don't have enough space to move up. Well, let's go... Go go ahead. Are you you done? Okay. Okay. Do you you disagree with that? I don't disagree with what you're okay. saying. Okay. I just I won that argument for the listeners All right. out there. I won that. <laughs> you're keeping score at home, or even if you're alone. Everything, every, everything's an argument and a sales point. Um, so let's go back to Noah Fant. So Noah Fant declared for the draft. He's not going to play in the bowl game for Iowa, and you're you're on board with this, right? Yeah, like, I fully submit. I am too. Fan. But here's 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 the one that just is killing me. Nick Bosa, he got injured in week three or whatever and just said, you know what, I'm not going to play this year. He was projected to be the number one pick in the draft. Why did he, why did he play him down this year? Yeah, that's a slippery slope. That's yeah. depressing. Now, okay. Okay, why did he play it down this year? He <laughs> And I to just for the record, I would do the same thing as Noah Fant, by the way. Yeah, I think anybody that is projected to – I would say first round for sure – and mostly second round. Yeah. That's it. First and second round. Yeah. To me. That's a lot of players, though. 50 yep. players not playing in bowl games. Yeah. Well, lot, so, still some of them are going to be seniors. Uh, touche. Okay. okay. So, 
Um, um, he, okay, here, here is my thought process. Here and there, bowl games, it's not that big a deal. Why? Because of the the. I think we established the bowl games are not a very big. Not deal that big of a deal. Yeah. What gets me nervous is something you're. I think you're kind of touching on here. How much does that creep into the regular season? It's going to. Eventually. Now, I don't think Nick Boza is a good example. Why? Number one, he had what was pretty much described as we don't think he can come back this year type of injury. Yeah. Or, or but I'm saying back. let's say he wasn't injured. Period. Let's say that's ridiculous because he hold on. Played, Let's He's say playing he, on Ohio State. They had a chance to go to the college football playoff. But let's say it's August, and Mel Kuyper says, I project Nick Bosa, number one pick overall. It's a consensus. All the teams are saying the same thing. I sit down and say, I'm going to wait for my paycheck next year. That's a depressing thought. Just talking here. <laughs> Just practicing my right to free assembly. Um. We're 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 getting we're we're getting close to this yeah. situation, and it, it's going it to keep getting scare, worse. It should scare every college football fan. Yeah, it um, scares me. Now I'm, I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> my because you're so excited for your TV. Um, well, okay. My, my thought process is: is the college football playoff part to blame with us? Well, yeah, because it's marginalized the bowls. Thank you. Yeah, and marginalized everything. Yeah, well, it marginalized teams. I mean, if you're not a blue blood anymore, they don't talk about you. Nope. I remember, let's rewind, yeah, 10 years ago. I used to always get frustrated because you turn on ESPN. I haven't watched SportsCenter literally in a decade or more. But back then, it was like, if you're not a top 25 team, it's like you don't exist. Now it's, if you're not the top six or eight teams, you don't exist. Correct. Because if you were in the top 25, that was that was a thing. It was a thing. Um Still is a thing. Kind which, of. By the way, you're, just you're still bolstering my my point that I made. Just all right. We, ago. Yeah. Um. So, but but if you were in the top twenty five, it meant it was a good game that you were playing in next right. week. If you played another ranked team right. or whatever, it was huge. It, it just it mattered for conference. If you won your conference, it meant something. All yeah. of that stuff. Now, are you Alabama? Are you Clemson? And are you one of a five teams that can get those that third and fourth spot? That's where that's where that's where we're at right now. You turn on any podcast, that's it. That's all they talk yep. about. You hear there's more talk about Alabama and Tua Tonga Viola than there are every other team combined, yep. not named Clemson and Ohio State. Right. And when I was younger, one of the things that really turned I was I was, used to be an NFL guy when I was a kid, and you know college just kind of existed, and then I flipped when I went to college. One of the things that flipped me was there's just so many teams and so many different, you know, so many varieties of offense. And it's like none of that even matters anymore. It's sad. It is. It's not as good as it used to be. Sorry, I feel I'm I'm the old man yell at the kids get off his lawn. I know. Yeah. But it used to be so much better. But I mean, do we really want to go back to polls and bowls? Do you want me to answer that question? Yes, I do. That's what I want. That would be what you'd want. Yes. Okay. I know that's the least popular opinion in the world, but I don't care. It was better. If you had a flux capacitor in a DeLorean mm-hmm. and you could go back and the flux change capacitors things. fluxing, Fl- okay. Yep, yep. It's flux. Did you know that? It's not flex. It's not a flex capacitor. It's no, flux. flux. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people don't know that. Just <laughs> but it's fluxing. Yeah, it's flexing. You would go back and change and somehow you had the ability to you know, kill it all. 
knowing that we wouldn't get to watch. To kill the BCS yeah. and then to kill the college football playoff. So yep. I'm killing Hitler, basically. Yeah, you, you, can, you can go get baby Hitler, too, <laughs> okay. if you want. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm busy I, on this yeah, trip here. Yeah. Okay. I'm still going back and telling 23-year-old Jeff to bet on Urban Meyer. Against the spread every single game. <laughs> it's the first thing I'm doing. Well, sure. That's it. Which, ironically, that would make me Biff Tannen. Yes, it would. Was- <laughs> oh, yeah. With a sports almanac. All right. You would be taking away the 2002 National Championship, Ohio State over Miami. Phenomenal game. 2005 okay. BCS National Championship, Texas over USC. Greatest game I've ever watched in my entire life. Okay. So you're going you're to sacrifice all that to go back to polls and bowls. Yeah, because there would have been other matchups, and they would have been great too. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we put a ball on this thing. I'm looking over my page to see the points I wanted to make. The only thing I, the only thing I didn't bring up. This is going way back okay. to the beginning, but I just want to say it again. We don't know who the best team is, we only think we know, okay? I gave the Michigan was better than Ohio State a couple yep. other times. Uh, everybody knew USC was going to beat Texas that year. Do you remember uh, that? I don't know if everyone oh, knew, no. did go, they? Go back. Okay. I won good money on that, betting Texas on the money line Okay, on that game. They were I can dogs. tell you, I remember a conversation I had before that Miami-Ohio State game. Now, I wasn't saying Ohio State was going to win. I wasn't predicting anything. Right? Okay, that was the next one I was going to say. Go ahead. That's what it. were you going to say? The, the top ones I could think of are everybody knew Texas was going to get beat by USC. Everybody knew Ohio State was going to get beat okay. by Miami. Everybody knew Ohio State was going to get beat by Bama in 2014. Ohio State, yeah. by the way, was sure. also an underdog versus Oregon. The next that, week. that was weird. I, you know, I just saw that the other day, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, people forget that Oregon stuff. was a favorite. But no, I remember having a conversation with a guy who was saying, oh, Miami's just going to kick Ohio State's ass. And I, I didn't say they weren't. I just said, well, they haven't played a defense like this all year. Yeah. And he's like, what? what, what? One of the I'm sure he was thinking of me watching that game. One of the greatest uh, feats I ever pulled off football related for off the field which when you look back at my football career, pretty much ranks pretty high up in both categories is. So I went down to the 2002 Iowa USC Orange Bowl. Oh, okay. Um, had a blast. Uh, Carson Palmer, right? Yes. That team, yeah. Who threw the most beautiful deep ball to Mike Williams that I, will, mm, I, I ever Mike saw. Mike Williams. Yeah. Boy, he was good. He was very good mm. back then. Anyways, but was either the next day or two days after, I can't remember how it was, the national championship game okay. was, was before. Um, <laughs> I did not have TiVo at the time or mm. any kind of DVR. I recorded the game on a VHS. Yes. Awesome. So I had to make it all the way from South Beach to Minneapolis. Okay. Without ever without catching hearing wind. anything. Oh boy! And I that's did so it. hard to do. I made it. I, made I don't it know how you all did the it. way back. I walked in the door. You should be given an award for that. And I watched that game on VHS on replay, like it was live. Impressive. It was good. It was definitely worth the effort. Alrighty, I think All right. uh, that wraps it up, huh? I'm I'm already. I'll probably listen to this podcast again, and there's going to be points that I forgot to make, and it's going to make me mad. The but. only thing I'm thinking about, I think I used the word subjectively instead of objectively. Ooh, because objective means there's criteria. Subjective means you're just, you know, lottie. I think you should out, go right? back and redo it, and, and every time just like subjective. <laughs> no, it's the other uh, objective. objective. 
<laughs> I'm going to edit every time I said that. No, right. I'm not. So, All right. so if you're listening to me right you now, you got what you got. Didn't turn it off and <laughs> thinking, well, Big Hurt's stupid. <laughs> I'm not going back and changing it. All right. It. Um, so obviously, we are not doing a podcast every Sunday and Wednesday, Thursday, like we did during the regular season. One a week, baby. Uh, next week is going to be a entire housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hit on Urban. We're gonna hit on Maryland. There'll probably be more housekeeping items. There's probably gonna be more players. I've got two pages right now. So yeah, we can go over major uh, uh, winners, and then we're also going to have the Eisman yes, award. The Eisman winner. presentation. Yep. Next week we'll do the ceremony. Then that brings us to the week after that. Then we're gonna probably have bowl uh, preview uh, or well, recruiting. It'll be a big. Kurt recruiting. Yeah. Recruiting. Big Kurt likes recruiting. I do. And under, follows it way more than I do. Got so a little you know, homework to do. Yep. He's pretty much going to follow that. And then either in that podcast or pretty quickly after that, then we'll get into the bowl previews. All righty. I'm All excited. Right. Okay. Hey, we hope you guys enjoyed this a little bit different, hopefully a little bit more fun. Eyes on Big Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeffrey the Greek. And this is Big Kurt. All excited and giddy to go home and install this TV. Ah! Good for you, man. Yeah. All right. Excited. Thanks, everybody. Bye.